welcome everybody to the first ever episode of Buckets of Cap, a new podcast starring myself, Cappy FJ, and not a bucket, my co-host. Hello, hello, hello. And tonight is our draft special. We will be recapping the week, doing pick analysis, hopefully doing some analysis on some teams and their uh, hopefulness for the near future, and hopefully giving some fans some either relief or more grief. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, so Bucky, you want to start us off with a couple of the deals that happened earlier this week? Personally, I love the move for Montreal to go get um, Alex Newhook, even though I always confuse him and uh, Alex Kerfoot. Which is understandable, given their names. Yeah, it just always happens. Interestingly enough, Colorado going and swapping out that second rounder for... Ross Colton that they got in the trade is interesting. Doesn't move the needle as much, I would think. I think you're better off retaining Newhook over going and getting Colton, who's a couple years older. Not a ton older, but just enough that it's like, mm. makes me pause. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Pierre-Luc Dubois to L.A. For... That whole trade was wild. It was Dubois for... Gabe Velarde, Alex Iafalo, Rasmus Kapari, and a second rounder. Yes, in honor of uh, the retirement of Norm Hitchkiss, there's a nice e-break for you right there with the controller dying. Oh, yikes. <laughs> I'm like, what? Okay. Um, yeah, I would like this trade better for LA if Dubois was three or four years younger. A little reminiscent, if you will, of... Uh, the Tyler Sagan trade from Boston to Dallas in 2013. It, it really, really, really reminds me of that to an insane extent. As a generalization, though, I understand what L.A. is going for. Mm-hmm. It doesn't thrill me. But in the grand scheme, grand scheme of things, it makes sense. It yeah, makes sense. I mean, overall, I think it's a pretty even trade, but I do think the Jets ended up with a better end of the deal since they get depth out of it, and the Kings essentially just get Dubois. I'm pretty sure he was the only piece going I there. believe so. But Gabe Velarde's a really nice piece, so I, I agree. I think in he the is. end it'll be the Velarde and Dubois trade. I don't know how it ends up playing out for either of those teams. But, I mean, it's too hard to say, like, right here in the moment. Well, yeah. I mean, the Kings weren't really contenders. I wouldn't, or, you know, even playoff contenders before this, I wouldn't necessarily say that this helps them improve their chances a whole lot. Nice piece for the future, though. And you mentioned the extension, too, while I was off in uh, no ears. Yeah, eight by eight and a half. Yes, 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 yes. Good extension. A uh, little bit rich for me, but I mean, that's the going price for a top six center Iceman these days, I suppose. But that brings us into, well, we're on the Pacific Division. The defending champs, those Vegas Golden Knights. They ship out Riley Smith for a third rounder, I believe. Uh, that is correct. Who was on a two? Who had two years left at a five, five and a half million dollar cap hit, 
and then almost instantaneously they turn around and give that money to Ivan Barbashev. I understand the deal. Barbashev's four or five years younger than uh, Smith, I believe. So from that aspect, I understand it. But the reality of the matter is, is 27-year-old Ivan Barbashev is about the same player as 32, 33-year-old Riley Smith. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It just doesn't move the needle enough. I think that they just kind of made a sideways move and didn't really do much with it. Maybe that's just my hatred of that team screaming out here, but I, I, yeah. It's not a trade that I would have done. It's not a signing I would have done. Not for that price. There's that uh, Stanley Cup uh, tax, if you will. It's one comment I noticed on Twitter that's really accurate. Uh, what else Can't am I missing? Pay here? everybody when you just won. Yeah. Timo Meyer. Um, Eight by eight point eight, I believe. Um, good, good deal for uh, New Jersey, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the starting parameters for uh, Jason Robertson here in a couple of years. Um, should be richer, but um, overall, that should be the. Uh, That'll be the starting point for his extension. Which will be good since hopefully by that point we'll have Ben and Sagan on new contracts that'll be considerably, I wouldn't say considerably, notably cheaper than oh, 100%, their current ones. Oh, 100%. They'll, uh, uh, I don't know about Sagan, but Ben will be. I ben for sure. don't see him uh, not re-upping here in Dallas. But that's a topic for another day. Um, it is because it's drafting, and everybody knows Chicago's going to take Bedard. It would be the biggest shock in the world if they don't. Supposedly, we've got Anaheim announcing uh, or revealing new uniforms here tonight. I'm um, hoping it's a full set and not just a 30th season thing. Yeah, because honestly, when they rebranded, they should have at least they could have kept the logo. They could have kept the name even as long as they paid Disney just a tiny bit. Yeah. It was much better. <laughs> but those much colors were so much better. The Duckfoot logo I've never been a fan of. The uh, Ducks have had virtually no success since rebranding. I've I got, just, I I've got my list up now. Um, the Evgeny Dodonov deal. Um, yeah. Two for 2.25 I believe. Good deal for That's Dallas. That's a very cat-friendly deal that I love. Yeah, good deal for Dallas. He played really well with uh, Jamie Benn and Wyatt Johnston over the last half of the year. Was probably their most consistent forward <laughs> after uh, Rope Hints and uh, Joe Pavelski in the postseason, I would say. Yeah, no, I don't it, think many people would argue you on that point. Not asking for argument. I think uh, you just watch the eye test, right? Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. Sometimes analytics don't case. say everything. Um, true words, man. True words. Yeah, no, I, I'd really like the deal for Dallas. Um, it does shut the door on Max Domi in my mind. 
I loved Max while he was here. I wish him nothing but the best, but I, I don't exactly see, I don't see an avenue for him to return unless the stars buy out a guy like Ryan Suter, which isn't going to happen. Not in my mind, anyway. I, I don't imagine it would. You're not going to be able to find a whole lot in free agency for the same price, if not even cheaper. Yeah. I mean, you might be able to find something cheaper, but are you going to be able to find something that's that much better? It's doubtful. I mean, he's a tree, but he's still probably in the top half of defensemen in the league. I mean, considering I, there's... I don't think that's a stretch. Six by 32, right? I wouldn't say that there's... Yeah. You know, he's a... He's a bottom three defenseman on any team, and uh, that's, he is what he is. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood to San Jose for a sixth-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. That was interesting. A reclamation project, if I've ever, never seen one. Um, it'll, be an it'll be interesting to see how that plays out for uh, San Jose there. He did not have a great year last couple years, honestly. He looked like he was on the up and up, and he's just kind of falling apart. It does happen to some of these guys, especially goalies. Goaltending is voodoo. It really um, is. Igor Sharangovich to... Who is he to? Calgary? And then signed a two-year 3.1 per year extension? Yes, that's that's right. Um, overall... I like that move for Calgary. Yeah, no, I I agree. That was a good trade for Calgary. Um, and then Ryan Johansson to Colorado <laughs> for basically a bag of pucks, if you really want to get down to it, for a bag of pucks. Like Kyle Corver getting traded from somewhere to Philly back in... 2005 or 6 or whatever for a literally for a copier yeah if you've not heard that story <laughs> uh it's just funny um yeah no that that's about the sum of it yep that pretty much sums it up and uh ESPN's broadcast of the 2023 NHL entry draft begins now and I see a Tyler Sagan jersey out there and a Lovely. Claude Giroux Claude Drew. Claude Drew Flyers jersey? Uh, Flyers Claude jersey, Drew yeah. Ottawa jersey. Flyers okay, jersey. Good. That's something there. Not something I had on my bingo card to see on the television this evening. Um, in my mind, the draft truly begins at pick three. I don't think the first two picks are really secret. Should be better than Fantilli, you would think? I would say so. I would be shocked if it's not. Um, tough to say. Tough to say after that. I've heard rumors. Will Smith. Um, but I've also heard Leo Carlson at two. The reality of the matter is, is your first four picks probably look like Bedard, Fantilli. Some combination after Bedard of Fantilli, Carlson, and Smith would be my guess. But I don't really know... Sorry, Who's four again? Who's four again? Is it San Jose? I think it's San Jose. 
I believe that's correct. Just okay. gonna double check that. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, San Jose at four. Chicago, San Jose Anaheim, Columbus, San Jose. San Jose needs everything. I know Michkov has been really high on Philly's board, but I've heard whisperings about him possibly going out to Cali. He for either the Ducks or the Sharks. He's the guy I could see falling. Um, because I know Philly just, wants him. I've I've seen him attached to Philly everywhere. I mean, yeah. It wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him. But I, if he was American or Canadian, he would 100% be the second best prospect in this class. I don't think it's really a negotiation. I don't think anybody would bat an eye. We got. I think Bucci. he still is, but it's just the account of where he's from. Yeah, it's because he's Russian. And he's under contract over there for another three years after this, I believe. So he's not an immediate answer. That's why I do like him. I, that's why I do like him in a for a location like Philly, who I do think is probably that far away. Um, but... I mean, three more years against grown men in Russia is nothing. See, uh, Kirill Kaprizov. Yeah. Um, yeah. The guy I believe is most, or the team that I think is most likely to trade out of the top five is Montreal. I know Nashville's trying to get up based on uh, Elliot Friedman and others. Friedman's the most trusted in my mind, you know, but there's always some whiffs here and there. Um, mm -hmm. Hello there. Yeah, it, it, this is going to be interesting. Uh, it's a very top-heavy draft. Oh, no question. I don't love it when you, the further down you get. Um, so teams like Dallas, who have traded up, traded their first this year for a guy like Nils Lundqvist, or... Uh, I mean, even... Even Colorado trading back in for pick 31 and 37 or whatever. I don't yeah, love no, it. Those are right. I don't love it. I really Could don't. Could you see them trading out of those picks to get picks next year? Colorado? Yeah. I could see them trading out of those picks for something to help them now. While their window is still open? Yes. Their window doesn't is not going to last forever. It's just the nature of it, of things, you know? Um, yeah. I have concerns with them because they are going to be without Gabe Landeskog for the foreseeable future. Maybe forever. I genuinely don't know that he's going to play again. Especially yeah. given the testimony of some of the guys on veterans on Twitter. Uh, is one. I believe Ben Bishop is another. The track record of guys. Now, granted, both of those guys are a little bit older. A little bit older than Landy is now. Um, but it doesn't. It doesn't look too promising for. Uh, our old friend Gabe Landeskog, which really sucks because I've always enjoyed uh, the battles between him and Jamie Ben. 
Mm-hmm. Very, very, very similar style, gritty, power forwards. Um, but as we've seen, uh, Milan Lucic for, is probably the most glaring example. They don't age well. They nope. don't age well. Speaking of Milan Lucic, I've heard rumors today that he is looking for a uh, return, that there is interest between him and Boston in a reunion. That would be uh, interesting. I think it'd be a cool story. I mean, not that they could possibly get any older across their roster, but, you know. My understanding be, is they're still trying to clear up some cap space, too. So, right. Um, we'll have to see. Um, so Chicago's about to be on the clock. Let's uh, let's head there first. What's your take on them? Well, shipping out your two franchise cornerstones that have been there for you know 10, 11, 12 years. It kind of uh, hurt a little bit. As much as I dislike yeah. Chicago, yeah, it was weird seeing Patrick Kane in a not Blackhawks sweater. And then, where did I for, where did Taves go? Taves hasn't gone anywhere yet. There is a chance that he's just going to call it a career. Is my understanding. Uh, I mean, Chicago hasn't contended since what? Since their last cup. Um, they had a couple first round exits and uh, they missed a couple years ago. I don't remember. I need to go back and right, look. But if you're not if you're not making the playoffs enough for us to remember, and it's been you know three, four, five years at this point, I you you need to rebuild a little they, bit. From my memory, they kind of replicated the uh, Detroit Red Wings uh, at the end of their what was it, twenty eight year run. 27-year run. Um, after Detroit lost to uh, Pittsburgh in the 09 finals, um, it was just a downhill journey for them, including, yep. but not limited to, a ton of first-round exits. It was just first-round exit, first after first-round exit, after first-round first exit. Lidstrom retired. It got worse. And then finally... It was over. I think what, what really signified the end of it was Zetterberg getting hurt. Zetterberg's injuries didn't help there either. Um, and I guess in a way that kind of coincides with Chicago's uh, collapse with uh, Taze's in, uh, illness a couple years ago, Crawford's regression, Seabrook, um, Duncan Keith. Well, Seabrook's career basically being ended, and Keith's, yeah, Keith's uh, trade to Edmonton and subsequent retirement. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, hi, Gary. What you got for us today, my friend? Listen to the booze. Oh, it's David uh, Poyle with him. No. So now booing him, I can understand because he and he and uh, the dude I can't remember his name for some reason, but the commissioner Man Manfred of baseball are probably the two most hated commissioners in pro sports. 
As Adam much Silver is not great either, and as much as everybody seems to hate Roger Goodell, he's I would say Gary's good at his job. I would say Gary's actually really good at his job. The reason everybody hates him is because of the multiple lockouts. You know. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to: is all the lockouts, and I mean that's the nature of the business. When you get into an argument with between owners and players, you know exactly how it's going to end just about every time. Yeah. Strikes, lockouts. Settle cancellations, a couple of cancellations, months. yeah. So I, I gave my, you know. Oh yes, back to couple <laughs> of cents about Chicago. Chicago. Go ahead and give your take on that. Just where the franchise is at and where you think they're heading, with likely with Bedard being the pick here. Bedard's a building block. I the more I've thought about it, the more I do have concerns with Bedard. If I'm being fully honest, um, the biggest concern for me is the the uh, skating. It's a little too uh, '90s, if you will. Um, and at his size, it's which isn't as big of a concern in today's NHL as it would have been in, back in the day. But it's still a concern all the same. Um, yeah. But after that, they've got uh, a couple decent defense prospects. Uh, I, I get them confused. Too, too many of these names are too similar right now, and I haven't done the full check on uh, I haven't done a full on check of uh, their roster and prospect pool recently enough to have full intel but the Taylor Hall trade um, should that help that was interesting I didn't see that one coming yes I'm trying to figure out why he didn't have Chicago on his uh, no trade list but what do I know? Hi, Pekka. We miss you. I do miss Pekka. I miss Pekka. I miss Carrie. I miss King Hen. I miss all of the goalies. That's when you know you're getting old. Your child. My childhood goalies are all gone. Except for Jonathan Quick, who's trying to hang on for dear life. Roman, why do you have to play in... Uh, Nashville. I would like you much better if you played in not Central Division. <laughs> um, You're referring to Josie? Yeah. Do Josie what I Josie. Um, E-break. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as for Chicago, I they're probably four or five years away still. They're going to need another year of these top picks, most likely. Um, I'm a big Jason Dickinson fan. He doesn't move the needle a ton. I believe they just re-signed uh, Andreas Athanasiu. Quick, quick, Sounds quick, right. quick, quick skater. Doesn't move the needle a ton. 
Um, Nick Foligno, uh, for whatever million dollar extension that his age is something. It's one year, granted, but that's uh, something. Again, doesn't move. I mean, one year proves he's still got enough for them to want him. Obviously, or to have wanted him included in the trade. So, yeah, it, it was more of a salary dump. That much is obvious. Um, I honestly really like the deal from Boston's perspective, though, too, because I think Ian Mitchell's a nice piece. He'll be. <laughs> I love Gary taunting the crowd. You can do better than that. Yeah. I mean, um, come on, guys. Yeah, I, I... I do think uh, there's still a couple pieces away. I think Hall will help them in the interim. It's just the way it is. But I don't think that's a long-term deal that will really help them a ton. Yeah, no, I like that. Um, yeah, it's... The one thing that makes me pause about this pick right here is that I feel like it was incredibly rigged in their favor. Um, You're referring to the draft lottery? Yes. How they're the only team to move up and nobody else does, you can't tell me is at least a little bit suspicious, right? I'm not, I'm especially when crazy? you had guys, you had guys for ESPN, I don't remember who specifically it was, but leaking the order as they're supposed to be quote unquote revealing it. I believe it was Kevin Weeks. Like Columbus picking at three. Yeah, yeah. Weeks, he revealed Columbus at three early. Yeah. I, I, or something. It was sus like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It it goes right in line though with uh, Vegas going and winning the cup. All that. It does. It was a not fun couple weeks for us uh, Central Division Stars fans and the like. Um. What does their outlook look like for next season? I think they'll be a little bit more competitive. I truly do. Um, I, I, I do. I think they'll be more competitive. I don't think they'll be that much more competitive, though. I don't think uh, he fixes all of their issues, you know? I really don't. Yeah, so you're thinking possibly contending to not bottom feed in the Central? I would say they're. You're probably looking at for Chicago a. Uh, oh. They'll probably finish sixth in the Central. I think uh, Arizona's a bit further away than they are. I would agree. That's what. That's what I would say. They're probably finishing sixth. I don't think they're better than. I don't think that Bedard makes them better than St. Louis. I don't think. Bedard makes them better than Winnipeg or Minnesota or Nashville. And nowhere near Colorado or Dallas. Yeah. 
Oh, there's a shocker. Wow, they picked Connor Bedard. Who saw that coming? I had no idea. This is a complete surprise for everyone. Wow, and the draft truly this is starts like when the... now. This this feels like. Uh, gosh, who was the number one pick that was so obvious? Andrew Luck. Not tr Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Jadavion Clowney. Mm-hmm. Like, the guys that were so obviously going to be the number one pick that you could actually probably put life savings on it and have it cash. Yeah. But then again, you wouldn't have made a whole lot of money because with them being the favorites, you know. Yeah. I was going to... I was going to make a Baker Mayfield joke because no one really thought that he was going to go number one, but the Browns did it anyway. Now, that, I would have said something like that if, like, Fantilli, had, if they had taken Fantilli instead of Bedard. That would have been, like, uh, your Jags uh, last year. Taking Traylon Walker. Uh, Walker yeah. over uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good point. Yeah, that would have been the, that would have been, a little bit more shocking. Um, yeah, he has a great shot. He really does. I, I love his shot. It's probably he's, top five in the league day one, based on yeah, what he just did. He's, he's gonna be, he's gonna be a great shooter. And the question is, how does he adjust to uh, playing against men versus? Uh, how does he adjust to playing Miro Haskinen and Kale McCarr in particular? How does he adjust to playing those two guys? Because they don't they're not gonna bully you, but they're gonna get in the lanes. They're gonna pick your pocket, you're gonna you're gonna be a little uh, blown away and they're gonna and they can catch you. You don't and skate I'm not fighter trying, than I'm not trying to diss WHL goaltenders, but they're nowhere near like probably even the top 20 goalies that he's going to face this coming season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's now got to go and I mean, Jordan Bennington is a better goaltender than any goalies he just played this past season. Yep. And then in the division, you've got Connor Hellebuck. For now. Jake Ottinger. Correct. Even Philip Gustafson in Even Philip Gustafson in Minnesota. And that's just the central. And then you have to go well, to the other... New York and play Shesterkin, Tampa and play Vasilevsky. Well, you got to go to New York twice because they got to play Sorokin too. Exactly. Very underrated goalie, by the way. Yeah, I I do. I think he's. Uh, I think he's going to be probably. A, he could be. He could finish his career. Uh, Bucci John Bouchergras said. Uh, 700 goal guy. I could see that. I could also see him being a 300 goal guy just because I don't love his skating. Now, those numbers will get boosted because of power play time and stuff. So it's not like it's. See Kirill Kaprizov for a big example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted, they play two different positions because Bedard's a center and Kaprizov's a yeah. wing, but still. Um, Even Robertson to a point the last couple of seasons before uh, he had his breakout this year. And there's Jason Robertson popping up. That's a good one. Um, Jason Robertson does make me swallow my words there a little bit, right? I'm a Stars fan, and here I am talking about his lack of skating, but I think he's going to be a great goal scorer. I really do. I also, 
I think it's different. Considering the fact that he slipped all the way to the second round for those concerns, and these teams aren't concerned enough, where yeah. Bedard still goes number one. Um, to a point, I think that's definitely a consideration. Um, but he's um, he'll be good. He'll be good. I hate that he's going to be in the central. Again, why I think it was rigged, but you know, you know, yeah. Uh, we've got second Anaheim. Oh boy, Anaheim's first order of business is get Zegris and Drysdale under contract. Yep. Well, first before that, it's it's gonna be it, it just should take Fantilli. Imagine a top line of Zegris, Fantilli. And Troy Terry, Troy Terry. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a decent. It should. It's got the potential to be a pretty decent line. That makes my mouth water as a fan. In that division. As a fan, that makes my mouth water. I just go, oh, that would be so fun to watch. Um, Especially given Fantilli's offensive gifts, yes. with those two already being pretty decent on that end of the ice. So, given the highlight reel they've already given us. Back to the back to Bedard real quick. Um, I think he probably profiles as a guy similar to uh, I would say Victor Arvidsson on steroids. I don't want to I don't want to invoke the name of Alex Ovechkin. I really don't. Because I don't think you can. It's Ovi. I don't want to I don't want to give you the comp of Alex Ovechkin at 18 years old. I'm not that mean. But that's a that's a very, very real possibility. And honestly, the only way I could see those two getting compared is if he puts up any kind of a similar stat line that Ovechkin did back in, what was it, 2003, 2004? His rookie season where he's... All the 50-goal seasons. Put up All of them. Yeah. That too. Um, yeah. Um, now let's go back to Anaheim. What you thinking? What do you think they uh, look uh, like? They might even be further away than Chicago is. And honestly, they're probably... I wouldn't put them level with Arizona, but they're they're both just kind of there. The I, only I don't thing that see... makes me pause on that is John Gibson. Who's not exactly a young buck at this point. No, not at all. Not at all. But he's still an incredible uh, goaltender. Um, he is. And the other thing is, look at this graphic right here. Pavel Mintikov. Um, holy cow. If, the reality is, is they need him to take some strides this year and be ready to play in the NHL. Because they do need yep. defensive help. They need defensive help. Help in the worst of ways. Um, so, I, I think they're closer than Chicago just because they have Zegris now. They have Terry now. They have McTavish. Um, oh, I forgot about McTavish. Yeah, yeah. 
So, who they got? Who y'all got? Little ball of fate. Oh I wow! Again. Okay, okay. Huh. Oh, Justin's not gonna like that. Um, if I'm Columbus, I'm sprinting to the table now. Um, yep. No, I like I like this pick. Um, he's. I feel like he's a uh, Evgeny Malkin. Um, yeah, I can see that. He's got similar size. Skating. Oh, what's the... What's the... <laughs> Adam Fantilli is not a duck. Correct. <laughs> he is not a duck. Leo Carlson. I like it. I do like it. I don't think you can... I, don't... I like the pick. It's just not one that anyone saw coming. Yeah, I, 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 I do. Um, I, I, they did just say that he probably has the lowest floor of any of the top picks, and I can see that. See, I think similar to Kotkaniemi there, but I like it. I do. I think, uh, Alex Newhook, I just had a knee break moment mm -hmm. there. Like you did, Carrie, sorry. Um, between the pipes, I like Jake Allen. I really do. I just yeah. don't think he's uh, quite exclusive one anymore. I think he's more of a 1A. He needs to be in a tandem. And they don't have that second guy. They just don't. They just don't. Um, Gary Price's injuries really, I think, did screw them up in everything. Not because he could help it. Injuries are a part of the game. See Ben Bishop. See Gabe Landeskog. And a large list of others. One um, of the names that comes to mind when you talk about Carey Price as far as all of the stuff that happened after. I don't really remember his full story but kind of gives me Steven John's vibes yeah yeah just the whole thing especially with him taking a whole year off for rehab for yeah uh, mental related things I hope he can play again I really do but I I'm quite certain in saying he's probably done I'm not holding out hope for him either. Which sucks, because I was always a big fan of his. Um, I don't think Montreal is as far away as uh, people like to think. But they're also not as close as a team like Detroit or Buffalo. I agree. Um... Like, Buffalo's got all the building blocks. They need to make sure that they've got the right goaltender. Maybe Devin Levi is it. Maybe he's not. I don't know. 
Uh, same thing with uh, Billy Husso in Detroit. They've got all the pieces. Buffalo, Darlene, Power, Detroit, Edvinson, Cider on the back end. Um, up front, Detroit's got Larkin, Raymond, uh, Marco Casper, Buffalo, Tage Thompson. Uh, I'm missing a couple. Another criminally underrecognized player, at least this past season. Thompson. Yes, 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 100%. Um, yeah, no, I, as I'm blanking on a lot of them, uh, Dylan Cousins is another one, right? Um, Could those, you see Montreal being a borderline wildcard team this year? I don't think they're or, better than Buffalo or Detroit. I think Buffalo or Detroit are closer. They've got to deal with them on top of Toronto, Boston, Tampa, Florida. Pittsburgh still to a point. Pittsburgh's in Carolina. Metro. I'm talking Atlanta. Well, I'm just, I, that's why I said wild card. But I got you. I got you. Because I know they're probably not going to make it from their division. The, the truth is that if, either the, if any of those three teams, Boston... Or, uh, sorry, not Boston. Detroit, not yes, Detroit, Buffalo, or Montreal want to. They need to be in the top three. Yep. Because the Metro is significantly deeper in my mind than the Atlantic. Um. Again, they they need a goalie. They need a goalie in the worst way. Montreal does. Somebody to help Allen. They need the number two center. Maybe it is Alex Newhook. Maybe it's not. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Now on the clock. Arizona. Arizona. Happy analysis. Honestly, I don't know that it makes that much of a difference. Who knows how much longer they're gonna be how much longer we're going to be able to call them errors. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. I, honestly, they're another team that I feel like needs everything, especially with them shipping off Chikrin. That doesn't really leave a whole lot for me to think that they're going to be any kind of competitive before they inevitably are relocated. Um... I, do I was going to say, what, what would you think about Arizona being relocated, first of all? That's a tough question. It's 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 really tough to say because you just don't know. I, I don't want them in Houston. That ruins the whole concept of Texas hockey. Although I feel like Houston yeah. is one of the more likely locations. They ain't going back to Atlanta. It. The league's learned their lesson twice. Who? Oh, defensive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I forgot about him. I kind of like it. 
Uh, yeah, they, as you just said, they need everything. That's well, it. Taking a defenseman doesn't exactly shock me with, once again, them shipping off Chickering. What's, based on what's on the board, I don't love the pick. But I think that they've got a decent one right here. Um, yeah. I don't know what his contract I, status is, so... Yeah, and like I said, I just, I don't see them being competitive anytime in the near future. They, they're, they're, they're just kind of far away. They need a lot. They do have Clayton Keller. They do have Clayton Keller. Um... I like Clayton Keller, Logan Cooley. I mean, he's still up in the air. But I like I like Cooley's potential. The potential yeah. is there, but will he actually deliver? Develop? I don't know. Exactly. Same thing. I, I, I like Logan Cooley a lot. I don't know. I don't know what he do, ends up looking like, what he ends up doing. But didn't they draft Don's kid too? Yes, they did have sure, Jones a couple kid. of seasons ago. They do have Don's kid. He's actually under contract with him now, I believe. As his dad's now in uh, Toronto's front office, I believe. Yes. Um. Yeah. No. I. I, I don't want to spend too much time on Arizona here because they are going to be on the clock again in a couple picks. We definitely prepared some stuff for this for this particular team who's on the clock now. Um. Just a little bit, and we can go ahead and start with the fact that. Kevin Hayes was shipped off to St. Louis for, was it a fifth or a sixth? I believe it was the sixth. Uh, the initial trade was supposed to be Hayes and Travis Sandheim to St. Louis for Tory Krug in a first. But Which would have been Krug, phenomenal. But. Yeah, it would have been a good pick for, uh, it would have been a really good pick for, uh, for trade for both sides, I think. Um, oh, no question. Tory Krug has a full no movement clause. Didn't want to be traded. Much less to Philly. There's, I mean, we've we've debated this. Which I can time. understand. A veteran going to a team that's openly in a full rebuild, according to their former player. Yeah. Who's now the GM, Daniel Breer, who is my favorite flyer of all time because I got into hockey kind of late. Yeah. So that's a, I mean, that's a good starting point. Is uh, their new GM. Danny Briere. Um, I, you know, we've seen that a couple times here of late. Uh, former players getting into serious high positions in front offices. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, so far, everything Notab he's done, I love. Mm -hmm. Notably, what? <laughs> Uh, I was going to mention Stevie Y, but Detroit decided to let him walk because Ken Holland has a big ego. There's a great example there. And then they ended up bringing him back, but we'll get to that in a couple picks. Um, so, back to Philly, though. Uh, I did some deep analysis here of their draft picks. And we'll probably get more into this later in the first round when there's not a whole lot of storyline picks going on. But going all the way back to their last three general managers, one of them 
Uh, where are my notes here? Because I had this, I had this written down. I think I sent it to you. I've got to find it. Um, yeah. Um, current GM is Danny Briere. He's done some nice things so far. The Probrov trade, while sad for uh, Flyers fans, is less than ideal. Um, but overall, the return is nice. Um, getting out of the Hayes contract is good. Um, I find it odd that the Sandheim's on the block after Chuck Fletcher just extended him. But Chuck Fletcher did everything in his power to screw that team over for whatever reason. Um, that, that was just his job. He was there to screw them over after the two see previous Ron guys had already done that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. They're... So that's that's where I wanted to ask you. Even if they don't play for your organization, what would you say? would be considered a successful draft pick regardless of round. Would you go by games played, points scored? And this isn't just for the franchise, this is in general. Like, was it, were they even worth was picking? Was the guy who was worth his draft slot? Was he worth where he went, etc.? Was he worth being in the organization in general? Uh, hold on, Danny's about to speak. Um, I would be shocked now if this isn't Michkov. This should be Michkov, yeah. He'd pair really well with a guy like Konechny, I think. Eventually. Keith! <laughs> I love Keith Jones. I was so happy when they signed him as president of hockey operations. I really liked that play alongside Greer being or becoming the GM. His kid's not quite the brightest, there he is. but Michkov. Matei Michkov. I like this. He fits right in with their uh, timeline in my mind. Um, he really does. It, he fits perfectly with their time frame of contention. Um, He'll be coming in hopefully by the time they will have at least made the playoffs. About the time when their window is going to be opening, yeah. So just a quick note, because we'll get more into this since the Flyers have a second first round pick later. I just wanted to go into how poor the GMs have been, or the teams that performed the last three GMs, because you had Holmgren from 06 to 14. They made the finals once. They lost to the Blackhawks in six and potentially could have won the game if uh, they Chris didn't Golub run into Patrick Kane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they won the division, not that year, obviously, since they were the eight seed. But and then they struggled um, to get by Pittsburgh a ton, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. They made the playoffs six times in those eight years, but they did not win a cup. They made the finals once. Hexall for 14 through 18.
made the playoffs twice, didn't get past. I think they got past the first round one of those two years. And then was he not fired because he refused to uh, bring up Carter Hart too early? I believe that is correct. Timeline's right anyway. Uh, and then arguably the worst GM in hockey recently, Chuck Fletcher. Yeah. 18 to 23 was just fired and made the playoffs once, which really doesn't even count because it was the bubble. Oh, they did make they it. They did win under the first. Him. They made it to the conference semis. They made it to the third round, but just not quite good enough to get past those Islanders. Those Islanders but, and those uh, Lightning. Yep. And we'll get more into the draft picks that they made later. What just happened? Um, I'd love to know. But yes, yeah, so we'll get more into their draft picks later and how they performed. And that's why I had asked you what you would consider a good draft pick, regardless of position, as far as the idea. What you go is, points, gameplay, that type of stuff. The idea is in each draft you want to get if you can come away with one. Everyday NHLer, you've, you've done well. If you can get two, even better. Now, if you can get three, now that's just good business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. Um, We can finish up with the Flyers later since they pick towards the end of round one again. Two, who have we got next? I didn't exactly memorize the order. Yeah, I, uh... Nolan Patrick's an interesting case for them, though. That's a good starting point. That's the one that you immediate that immediately comes to my mind is the whole Nolan Patrick debacle with his injuries and all that. He was decent enough when he played, but him getting injured his rookie year. All the injuries just ended up really backing him into a corner. So he's under contract there for through the 26th season. Oh, they did extend Patrick that long. No, uh, Mitch. Are you talking about Breer? Mitch oh, Mitchkov. He's under contract in with St. Petersburg through the twenty-five, twenty-six season. Okay, so I guess so yeah, that's right around that when is three years. And yeah. that's pretty much right where I have them. That's how long I would take them being uh, before they're actually competitive, and I think they did really good with this pick. Uh, I, I don't, you know, I think they need to be careful because, I, honestly, if I'm them, I'm trying to continue this rebuild through that point. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm them, I want...
Um, I, th that's exactly what I want. I want to keep losing, if you will, and accumulating these high picks until he gets there in whether it's the spring of 26 or the fall of 26. That's what I want. Opposite, okay, too much about what's going on here. It's just whatever. I think we had a call for puck that we shouldn't have called for. That pretty much cost us the game. But yeah, because he just kicked it off his leg. I wasn't paying attention, so. Billy's got a ways to go. Um, do. It would probably do them good to move on from Konechny and Konechny, uh, Hart, etc. Et I don't know about Hart. I, it's kind of hard to find a franchise netminder. It is. Um, I don't know that he's the guy there. I like Carter Hart. I do. I don't think he's... I think his contract's up before he would be over here. For one thing. But, yeah, I, I don't... I don't know. Ryan Leonard to Washington. Okay. I like that pick. Big, gritty guy. From what... I'm gathering here from my understanding to my research from mostly Corey Pronman of The Athletic, who I'm still not happy with for firing Bob Sturm, but whatever. Is what it is. It is a business. Yep. Um, that's a aside. Um, He looks like a big guy. Just looking at him here. He looks like a big man. So moving on from Philly until a little bit later, we didn't really get into Washington a whole lot before or after that pick. Ovi's getting old. Their core itself is just kind of old, and I don't really see a whole lot of true top six talent currently. That's why this is probably a really good pick for them. I'm betting that's what he that, that's what he probably profiles as is a nice top six guy. Um but Jamie Ben, he is huge. <laughs> he looks huge. Yeah. He's only six foot. He looks massive. Holy cow. That's probably the shoulders probably help a little bit with that. I'd assume anyway. He's got a Jamie Ben look to him. He has a Jamie Ben look to him. Looks like a quiet kid. Yeah. And now we've got Washington needs Red Wing Nation. All right, the team that we're representing tonight, because we don't have. Uh, any real stars gear. Um, the Detroit Red Wings. 
we, we've mentioned them a couple times here tonight, uh, especially in talks with about like Montreal and the Atlantic. Um, Detroit's a team that I feel is getting pretty close. They need, they probably need another center. They probably could use another winger. They could probably use another defenseman. And I think they've got their goalie in Sebastian Cosa. Um, yeah. They're in a really good spot. Billy Huso in the interim is going to be fine. You'd like to see him last a little bit longer towards the end of the season. He kind of ran out of that stamina, if you will. It was his first year as a true number one, so it's understandable. Yep. Oh, my gosh, he sounds like Jamie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's an aside. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I feel like they're close. Um, th they could use a couple things here and there. I mean, what team in drafting in the top ten couldn't? Future um, drafting in the top ten for a reason. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Um, unless you're Toronto and you stupidly created two first-round picks for... Uh, Bill Kessel. That's going back to some history for you there. Um, so two first round picks for Phil's famous hot dogs. Yeah. So talking about GMs in Philly and stuff. Detroit went from Ken Holland to Steve Eiserman. They could have just gone straight to Steve Eiserman, and who knows, maybe uh, maybe that ends up being uh, Detroit with these cups instead of Tampa with the two in a row, right? Um, yep. It's nothing against Ken Holland. He's been a phenomenal GM for a long time, but he's kind of had that taper off there. Most cider hasn't missed a game yet. Impressive. Most impressive. Uh, <laughs> Most impressive. <laughs> uh, Most cider. I love Most cider. Oh my goodness. Kid's good. Big, mean, great stick. Offensive instincts are pretty excellent. Had a bit of a down year. Um, show me a defenseman who didn't have a Detroit down candidate. year. Yeah, show me a defenseman who didn't have a down year in year two, and I'll show you about a bunch of current elite defensemen. Seven straight seasons. Wow. All right. What they gonna do here? I don't I know. I did have Matthew one interesting. Wood. I did have one interesting trade that I found on Cap Friendly. I'll read that out in just a second. It was Debrinket for Kubalik 17 and 43. I can see that. Ooh, Nate Danielson. Okay, okay. All right. I like this pick. I like this pick. 
That's not a bad pick. He fits what they need. Honestly, every pick so far has been pretty much whatever any of these teams need now or even in the near future. Yeah. They're they're actually they're not just picking BPA, they're going after the guys that they want. Yeah. And Unlike maybe... previous drafts where you've just got teams drafting whoever is there because you know, everybody was good. Wow, that was a shot there. Holy cow. I gotta acknowledge that real quick. That was <laughs> that was a pretty pretty freaking good snipe. I had to as well. I've been trying so wow. hard to not acknowledge the gameplay. I have too. And then I did that one. I was like, oh, no, I have to acknowledge that. That one was wow. <laughs> okay. That was pretty. All right. Speaking so of pretty, Detroit. wow. Detroit. showed one there from Danielson that was OV-esque. <laughs> so I would say Detroit's probably a year out, maybe two, if they can get a piece. At most, I agree. I, I, I don't think they're... It, they have slowly but surely gotten into the position where it's like, man, they just need to do X. They need to do Y. And they and the Iser plan has worked. I mean, it really has. It's it's They're looking more and more dangerous by the day. And I, I think they're – I don't know that it's this year, but I think next year they're in the postseason. Uh, maybe it is this I year like because – I see Boston kind of falling off here a little bit after even after this year they just had. Bergeron is probably not coming back. I love pasta. Uh, I love yeah. pasta. But pasta I'm, can't carry a team. I, I don't think pasta can do it by himself. I think that Marchand's getting old. I think that Bergeron is I think Bergeron's calling it. Um So So, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think that there's a chance that they could sneak in this year because uh, I do uh, I do feel that uh, there's some teams in the Atlantic who are about to fall off. They're a lot closer than uh, Montreal is. They're in that same range as Buffalo. It's not outside the realm of possibility. And if they had been a little bit more consistent this season, there's no reason why they couldn't have made it. They could have. That could have been. They very well could have been them playing Vegas in the finals instead of Florida. I I don't know that anybody who's beating uh, out of the East was beating Florida in a seven-game series. They would have beat Florida out for that eighth spot. Is what I mean. That would have been them in that eight. They would have had to beat Pittsburgh out for it too, because Florida beat yeah. Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh couldn't finish against Chicago. Yeah. Ironically, that's really funny. All they needed was a point, and they didn't get it. And they couldn't even do that because yeah. they had the tiebreaker. Yeah, but that's you, you get my point though. It's like that could have been them in the eight spot. So yeah, year or two away, year away, two years maximum. Possibly this coming season. Who really knows? It's just how hockey go. Mm-hmm. Now, now to a team that I don't really understand highly, what they're doing. Highly disliked St. Louis Blues. Not just by us Stars fans, but I, I just feel like the hockey world in general just does not like the Blues. 
I don't understand. I don't know why. I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know why. I. I feel like they're. You look at their roster and you go, okay. That guy's good. That guy's good. That guy's good. That guy's good. But then you also look at him and you go, man. After that, it's who? 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 I mean, really? I after. probably I know like two players, three players on that team. Four. After Robert Thomas. Bidding to. And I was gonna say after Robert Thomas, it's him, Kairu, Mm-hmm. Hazy. And Bennington, I, I don't know really, and, and Krug, I don't really know anybody else at this point. Justin Falk, he's still there. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, after I mean, really after Kairu and Thomas, it's uh. Yeah. Bucket, just a quick thing. If they're gonna go dark, she wanna go Winter Classics. Yes. They but they don't want to play. Uh, <laughs> All right, so St. Louis, they could use a lot of things. I don't I really know who's left on. I don't really know who's left on the board. Honestly, I really didn't look a whole lot at the board in depth. They could probably use a lot. Um, <laughs> let's Danny let's go Centerman. back to that. Let's go back to that Philly and uh, St. Louis trade with Hayes and uh, Krug saying no on the no trade with the no trade um mm -hmm. so I said this to you the other day if you're Tory Krug and you're looking at it and you're sitting there and you're going well what do I want to do do I want to stay here on a team that feels like they're kind of close but they don't really look like they're super close they didn't play like they were close. Yeah. Shipping or, off Tarasenko. Yeah. Didn't help. E Tarasenko and Roar didn't really help either. Yeah. Belibor Dvorsky. Okay. I like that pick. Mm-hmm. Um, something they could use. Some uh, very Ryan O'Reilly-esque. Um, yeah, I... It's one of those things where it's like, do you, do you want to go to a team that is 100% openly rebuilding? Openly rebuilding. At his age. At his age. Or do you want to stay on a team that could make the playoffs? Might miss? We don't know. They're in that weird, they're in that weird stage, similar to what... Um... Uh, Detroit was at the end of their uh, run. They shouldn't have made the postseason yeah. in those years. They really shouldn't have, but they did. Um, but they were on that fringe side, and they but they had a good goaltender and Jimmy Howard and Pavel Datsuk and Henrik Zetterberg, so it made sense. And the but reality now... is, is I feel the same, the exact same way about St. Louis as they are currently constructed. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's that's what that's what they are. That's what they are. And you can't really get around that. Um, they're gonna end up being borderline until they can go through a full rebuild again, a la Detroit. 
Yeah. Or they have a lucky draft like Dallas did in netting Hayeskin and Ottinger and Robertson. And then supplementing it with uh, hints or uh, uh, Johnston or a Harley or something like that. They need to they need to nail a couple picks. They need to get lucky on a couple picks. <laughs> I'm sorry, that one was really funny. I'm trying not to acknowledge it, but that was funny. It was. I don't know how that was offside. Um, I tried to time it. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. They're. They're. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it's just they're they're frustrating because they're. That's where they're at. They're not. They're not really there. They they need a lot in my mind. They they need to find a way out of uh, Bennington's contract. To be fully honest. They, uh, it wasn't exactly smart when they gave it to him, given how old he was when he signed. Yeah, they have some nice defensive pieces, but they're really not—they're not really a young team other than Cairo and Thomas. Those are—I mean, it's those two, and you know, a bunch of old guys. They, <laughs> truthfully, they got lucky with uh, dodging the Barbashev extension. I'll give him that. They managed to get out of Barbashev. That was that was very smart, very smart, very smart. That was probably the only smart thing they did. Yeah. Other than again, if they hadn't announced that they were going to try to trade him before that, or told them that they were shopping around prior to the season, they probably don't trade Tarasenko. Yeah. But Tarasenko requested a trade a couple years ago too, though. Oh, that's a good point. I forgot he did. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know what the, I don't know what St. Louis is. I really don't. Some of these teams you can get a feel for. Detroit, made. like Detroit, you're like, okay, they are for sure 100% two years away. Philly is probably three to four. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. Billy, guys, we just got that. It's St. Louis. It feels like they're trying so desperately to hold on to that competitiveness that they had when they won the cup in 2019 after getting a lucky beat by, uh, after squeaking by uh, Ben Bishop and the Dallas Stars. It, it feels like they're just barely hanging on by a thread to that. That's what they're really trying to hold on to, and it just doesn't feel like it's going to get there. Their window closed. After they won the cup, really. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you want your window to close, that's how you want it to happen. All right. So that brings us to our next team. The Vancouver Canucks. What an absolute disaster of a season they just had. Well, no one in that franchise knows what they're doing. Literally no one. <laughs> That's an understatement. That's one of the most poorly run franchises in hockey, and I'm not really ashamed to say that as a former Flyers fan. Yeah, it, it's like they, they don't seem to know what they're doing. First, there was the whole uh, Bruce Boudreau fiasco, which 
was just honestly an, an embarrassment to the city, city to the organization, and really quite cruel to the head coach. They've got pieces. Oh, here we go. Okay. So that's an interesting pick. Um, I like it. I don't remember if it was. Him. There's two. I think there's two defensemen in this class with like the same last name. It might have been him. I don't remember. But his. Uh, I have to find it. Give me a second. Um, Vancouver. They. Uh, they have an elite number one center. Elite. I mean, he's so good in Elias Preferring Pedersen. Preferring Yeah. Yeah. Thatcher um, Demko, decent piece. Brock Besser, decent. Quinn Hughes is probably a top 10 defenseman in the league. Can see um, it. Uh, offensive defenseman. Let me be more specific here because uh, there is a slight difference here. Just a little bit. Um, guys like Quinn Hughes and uh, Eric Carlson have to outscore their defensive deficiencies. That's common knowledge. Um, yep. So I actually kind of do like this pick. It's a uh, it's it's a good move on their end, I think. Um, but I truthfully don't really know what they are. <laughs> you know, I don't know that I don't know that they do either. I don't know if they would know if it hit them. They should be with a, a truck team. full of bucks. Yeah, I think it was him. Uh, Willander, what's your style? Of, TSN, what's your style of play? Willander. Two-way defender, love to play offensively. I like playing D as well and take a lot of pride in it. I try to play effective and try to play hard. DSN, what's the best part of your game? Probably my compete, I'd say, and my skating. TSN, who is your NHL role model? Miro Haskinen. I like. I feel like he has similar strengths with his skating. I like how he plays. He's a two-way defender, good on D and on offense. I feel like he's got a great transition game and is not too flashy, which I like. He's very effective. DSM. A lot Smart of young kid. players may be attracted to Flash. Why aren't you? The not as flashy style fits the playoff game a whole lot more. Smart kid. No freaking kidding. I, I like, I like it, I like it. Um, not, uh, not a bad picture for Vancouver. Um, nope. The Oliver Ekman Larson situation. Uh, is a bit bold and bizarre in my mind, but hey, Just they wanted him that badly. Um, yep. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know really 
I don't know. Vancouver and St. Louis are very similar teams. They got a trick once uh, Tockett got there. They really did. But... I don't know. I don't... I don't see them as... An incredible I don't think contender. they're going to contend for that division. At yeah. least not soon with yeah. Edmonton and Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I don't love the organization. Edmonton, Vegas, Seattle, even as quickly as they came up. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I don't love their depth, especially after moving out Horvat. Now, granted, I think they dodged a bullet on that contract. Because it was uh, not a good contract that the Islanders handed to Bo Horvat, but hey. Not, not really. Got to do what you got to do, right? Don't think the Isles are contenders. I am inclined to agree. At least right now. Um, Cup contenders, they might make the playoffs, but they're not getting out. They're not getting past the second mm -hmm. round minimum. Yeah. All right. And then 12, we're back to Arizona again after making a trade with Ottawa. So, or having already made a trade with Ottawa a while ago. Yeah, let's uh, let's take this time to talk Ottawa instead of Arizona because there's not really much more. I to... thought about that, yeah. Ottawa, you've got Quadru. The biggest and... question with them is what are they going to do with Alex Dabrinkit? Pretty much. Since it's been rumored, he's going to be on the move. That was rumored since the day the season ended. Maybe Dabrinkit is the key. If they move on from him, then I think that they're just basically backing themselves into a corner and they're not really... They're, it's basically sidestepping. They took the butt! Um... I think you make your window even, you push your window even further back if you get rid of the Brinket. I am inclined to agree. I don't think that that works out in their favor at all. You can't really get worse if you re-sign the guy, even if it's not a long-term deal. You get better if you re-sign the guy. You get significantly I better. That one too. <laughs> you you get better if you keep them around, and you open your window, and your window actually opens. If you trade him, you're basically sidestepping and probably taking a step back. Yeah. There's not a ton of guys out there who can score like he can. And with him and Brady. And how uh, Giroux has one Stutzler. more year left on the contract. Stutzler, too. Yeah, they're, they're a young team, and I think that keeping Debrinkit actually makes them better long-term. But if you trade him for futures, what ends up happening is you just kind of 
The only question I have is, if you're trying to contend right now, especially if you're trying to impress a new ownership group, why would you not try to contend as early as you possibly could? What are you going to yeah. get what do you in gain? picks that's going to be better than Dabrinka is right now? I got to acknowledge that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was nice passing. I just remembered to shoot across this time. Man, Daniel Boot yeah, is so big. Ottawa, it, honestly, Ottawa's window just kind of depends on what they do with Dabrinka. If they re-sign him, it's sooner rather than later. If they trade him, yeah. it no one really knows. Yeah, that's that's the gist of it. It's it's an interesting topic because it's like, what do you what do you really think is your best option, there, right? Like, unless he's just straight out come out and told you that he's not resigning with you. I'll take my assist on that sick pass through like six dudes. <laughs> Oh, bye. <laughs> Again, trying not to acknowledge it, but we just had sick goal, sick goal, sick goal. <laughs> we kind of can't not acknowledge it. That's our third rage quit in this recording. I know, right? Jeez. <laughs> that might be the best part is we're not even paying attention to this. I'm like half paying attention. Like we're just sitting there for 10 seconds after the pucks dropped. Like <laughs> I'm moving, but I'm like paying more attention to the TV, looking over and I'm not playing like any defense. Road uh, to Div 1 without paying attention. Yep. See what happens. Okay. So players in there? Ottawa's. Um, <laughs> Ottawa. Ottawa. Um, not really a whole lot else we can say everything really hinges on what they decide to do with the brinket. Yeah. That's everything. That is everything. Now on the clock the Buffalo Hockey Sabres who very easily could have broken their playoff streak this year. Yeah. I don't think many people would dispute that either. They they could have been a playoff team. They don't really have a ton of holes. They don't... There's not... Yeah, there's not a ton of holes in their in their team now. I have question marks in goal. I have question marks about their bottom pairing of defensemen. But I do like their young guy. Their young goalie. Devon Levi? Yeah. Yes, the Jedi. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I like him a lot. Um... I do. I. It's just about making sure that you bring him along properly, rather than like the stars did with uh, Jake Ottinger. Or Tampa did with Andre Vasilevsky. You need to pair him with a veteran. At least early. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, well, I like Carter Hart. I really do. I like Mackenzie Blackwood. I really do. But if you don't, that's what you've got. That's what you end up with. Right? I mean, again, we'll get back more into the Flyers as we hit the 20s in the picks, but the biggest problem for Carter was he's, he's I mean, the only true veteran he's had to be paired with is Martin Jones, and that was a season ago. Yeah. So they if, had, if they get the right partner for him, I think he could be 
amazing, right? But yeah. if they don't, forget about it. They're a team that I think could make the playoffs this season. They're also a team that could completely whiff and miss, right? There's not really much. Oh, no so. question. I mean, that playoff streaks or playoff drought's a playoff drought for a reason. Yeah, it, it don't happen for nothing. Um, I thought that would be a dot shot, and then I saw the defenseman come over, and I was sad. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, back to They Buffalo. made strides this year. They made strides this year, 100%, and they've got some good pieces around them. I think they could use another winger or two. Um, they need depth more than they need top six help. Yeah. I think. Oh, Benton lasted to 13. Okay, that will help them a ton. Not this year. That'll help them a ton. Not this year. But, yeah, no, it'll be a... That'll be a useful, useful piece for them. Um, yeah, I, I... I don't know. They're in a weird spot. They could... You know, they feel closer the way that than they started before them. It, again, it's one of those things. They've got the potential and the talent now to potentially even contend for that division. Yeah. But they could also end up with a top 10 pick. You really don't know with this current roster that they have what exactly the Buffalo Sabres are going to do. They haven't, they're not in the position they're in for nothing, I guess is really the best way to put it. They're where they're yeah. at for a reason. This pick and they've been almost 20 years without a playoff berth for a reason. Yeah. This pick will go a long way for them. Really yep. well. Um, so, I'd say window, no freaking clue. Window, no clue. Getting close. Getting close. I'd st I would cl cl uh, close but no cigar. Literally the definition of Close, but yeah, nobody truly knows. Yeah. Speaking of, now we got Pittsburgh, the Sydney Crosby's. Yeah. I, I. What we were just talking about with Chuck Fletcher and Philly uh, is exactly where Pittsburgh's at with um, was that Hextall? That was Hextall, wasn't it? I thought they fired him. They did, or they mutually parted ways, or whatever. They fired him. Don't don't shy away from it. They fired him. That's exactly what they did. Um. They're, they still have Sidney Crosby, who is still a top 15 player in the league. 
I would agree with that. He, I don't think he's top ten, and he's definitely not top five anymore. He, he could, you, you might be able to convince me that he's top ten. You could probably convince me that he's top ten, but he's, he's not top five. Agreed. Because top five looks like um, McJesus, Drysidle, uh, McKinnon, McKinnon, and this pains me probably McCarr. And I mean that five spots probably up for grabs. That five spots probably got four or five, maybe even six guys you could potentially put there. Yeah, yeah. One of whom I'm probably you're probably gonna see a breakout regular season from next season. Who went off in the playoffs? One rope hints. I would expect not quite Robertson numbers, but 90 plus points probably. Yeah. We're hoping. Yeah. I, but I, yeah, so Buffalo, no idea. Pittsburgh, they're old. They're that, old. That just kind of sums and them up. They're old. Malkin is old. Crosby's even older. Latang is oldest. And they've been outside their window for a few years at this point. They're hanging on. They don't have a goalie. They really don't. Um, yeah, they don't. They don't have a goalie. I don't think they're signing Jari. They're they're in a, they're in cap hell. They really are. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I it, I don't know how they managed to afford to bring in Riley Smith, but you know. I was going to mention that because I don't think there was any salary retained. For any reason, there wouldn't be. Yeah, no, I don't think there is. I don't... I like that pick. Braden Yeager to mm -hmm. the Penguins. That will do them a ton of good here down the line in the uh, twilight of the uh, Crosby years. Yep. Those jerseys will still be worn for a very long time. But yeah. I don't see him playing more than another two or three seasons. Uh, I think you might be surprised. Out. You'd be surprised. I don't think he's anywhere close to deciding he's done. Um. <laughs> there I go, acknowledging the game again. Um. Yeah, I, I... They're just... Pittsburgh is in a bad spot, truthfully. Yep. Ah, uh, they're borrowing, I get carried. Thought so. No kidding, he gets carried. 
Um, Um, the Penguins need a lot. They need a lot. They need a farm system. Which is exactly what they don't have. Could argue the same thing for past too. Yeah. Which is exactly what they don't have. And what they probably won't have for a while. Yep. Because they did, uh... They, they did back themselves into a corner trying to keep their window open longer than they could. That's just the way it goes. Yep. It's not fair, but I understand it. Um, and then, for window, let's just say it's it's on the decline. There's really no getting around that. Pittsburgh's on the down. Yeah. I would say the Preds are probably about to be on the clock. I would hope so. Um. Fuck. I would hope so. Um. Just for everybody that's watching... The recording here instead of just listening to us. That's uh, NHL 23 in a nutshell right there. Get into a fight, doesn't even let you fight. <laughs> so with Nashville coming up, let's go ahead and get into the uh, team in the Music City. The Purds! The Philip Forsbergs. They have a really good elite winger. They have... They do? An elite defenseman. And they've got and they've got a, a top top five or four in the net conference yeah, netminder, top five goaltender in the league. After that, they've got nothing, 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 and more nothing. This may shock you, but they don't have anything. For better or for worse, they have nothing. And you can't really get around having nothing. Love it or hate it, you have nothing. You need a farm system. Uh, I think they have Cody Glass, who is still They've got decent. Cody Glass. Philip Tomasino is not old, is he? Oh, no, Philip Tomasino is going to be good. He's just going to make the team. And that's really the magic trick right there, isn't it? You if you're going, it is making the team. Like, we're going to, I mean, it's going to be the same thing question. with Dallas. It was this year. Stan Coven's making the roster, though. I don't think that's even a question. Yeah, but... Uh, wow. Jeez. And, yeah. Saw that coming. Um, yeah. Bison Bear... Yeah, no, no, they don't got nothing. They don't have any skill. That's the problem. Just a slight one. After after Forsberg, 
Okay, they have Duchesne, but Duchesne is not what he once was. It's just the nature of it. Um, <laughs> I don't know that it's uh. They they just they just don't have much. Could probably take anything. The problem is other because than, I would say anything other than defense. Because they have Saros, they are going to continue to be a competitive team. Um, oh, but only be because they have division Saros. as long as he's healthy. Yeah, they're going to be in the running. They may not make it, but they're going to be sniffing the postseason. Had a feeling that was on the way. He's big, Matthew Wood. That's going to be good for them, but I don't know if that's uh, truly going to move the needle a ton for them. Yeah, good pick doesn't help you immediately. Yeah. Good pick for the near future, but not right Is that enough to get Andrew Burnett there for a lot more time? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think... A lot of the Central has passed them by. Um, they're still better than Chicago. I would say they're still better than St. Louis only because of... UC. Saros and Yossi. Mm -hmm. um, but after that, I, I truly don't... Not a lot of talent. They might be the third worst team in the division. Right? Like, is that. I wouldn't say that's far fetched. Um, that's not me trying to be mean or anything, but I just don't think that they're better. Well, they might be better than Winnipeg now. Uh, <laughs> as currently constructed, I'd say they're better than Winnipeg. Um, they're better than Winnipeg. I don't know. They're on about the same level as Winnipeg. Winnipeg has a little bit more skill. Um, They're definitely better than St. Louis. They're definitely better than Chicago. Maybe they're on the same mm -hmm. level as Winnipeg. Maybe. Uh, I like the maybe there. Yeah, because they're not as good say, as Minnesota. Straight up, say yes. I don't. I don't love Minnesota. I think that they are missing a ton. But I would say that yes, they're better than. I would say Minnesota. I mean, the division is running through Denver and Dallas. That's just how it is right now. It is. 
It is. Oh, I forgot about Arizona. They're better than Arizona. Okay, maybe they're number four. The reality is, is your playoff teams out of the Central should be... Should be Dallas, Colorado, and Minnesota. Yep. At least for the next couple of seasons. Yeah. It, it, it's just not... Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not really close at the Central. All right. Not really. Calgary. The team that fleeced themselves. You want to talk about a mess? You want to talk about a mess? Yep. Yeah. Management. DM, gone. Coach, gone. Potential franchise cornerstone, traded last offseason. Franchise cornerstone, gone. And just led the team you traded him to to the freaking finals. Other franchise cornerstone, left in free agency. What you got in return? Nothing. Nazem Kadri? An old, an old dude. And a mid-defenseman. Yeah. That's essentially what you got for both those guys. Yeah, you got an aging forward who had a bad year. On And with everybody and else on that roster, I don't really see it getting before. a whole lot better. Uh, we're not meant to win this game. Um, we're not. It's fine. Uh, we, were, we were bound to lose one like this yeah. the way we've gotten three rage quits and one another yeah. one. Um... They're aging. Their number one defenseman is, or one of their better defensemen is trying to get his, like, force his way out. Um, That's Lindholm, right? Uh, no, I'm talking about uh, Hannafin. Oh, see that? I didn't know. Hannafin, I think, is done. Hannafin wants out. Um, Lindholm. It's not looking too promising. Up in here. Yeah, it's not looking very good out there. Nope. What's Calgary doing here? At least they're getting a new arena fairly soon. Yeah. Finally got that approved. So, Calgary, uh, we have no idea. I, With how big of a mess they are and them not making it past the second round last year, I genuinely don't know, especially with how much turnover that roster's had in the last two years. And will continue to have. It's just not... They're in it's a not bad a place spot. you want to go. They're in a bad spot. 
and they can't seem to keep, every time they get Americans, they can't seem to keep said Americans. Um, I think that's part of why they went with Ponzik, because I think he's a safe pick for them. Um, it sounds like they're not even going to be able to keep uh, um, Mikhail Backlund around. He's been there forever. Mm-hmm. It's it just doesn't it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good out there in Calgary. And and I don't mean that to be. I'm not trying to be mean. Um, just this how it is. Yeah. Um. I, I, yeah, I don't. I, I don't really know what they have, what they can do. I really don't. I don't know what they can do to improve their situation and progress to where. <laughs> You feel like well, you have an actual like we, we, we don't even know what they need because they don't know what they need because who knows what's going to happen or yeah. rest of the offseason. Yeah. I mean, and free agency is July 1st. Yeah, it's it's coming here quick. It's on Saturday. Um, I am going to have my Twitter noties on for that one, buddy. Yeah. Um... Now we've got Detroit back on the clock. I don't remember who this is from. From the Islanders from Vancouver. Right, right, right. So, That's, uh, uh, what is his name? Philip Ronick trade. Yep. And we might as well talk about the Islanders because we've already talked about Vancouver. Yeah. We'll probably touch on a little bit more on Detroit here in a bit, but yeah. Um, The Islanders. That was an animation you just had there. <laughs> I can't ignore that, that a, animation. That was a dude. That was a tweener. Uh, can't ignore that animation. Um, yeah. So, uh, the Islanders want to believe that they're close. I saw a rumor earlier that. Uh, Femian Varlamov is thinking of, or is leaning towards uh, extending with um, the Isles. Um, whether or not that actually happens, it sounded like it was going to be a two-year deal. Yada yada, you didn't go to. Um, but. I don't feel like the Islanders are as close as they think they are. Um, Barzell is good. Orbet's... Horvat, I guess, is probably the best way to put that. Um, 
Pollock's good. Uh, who's the other defenseman? Who am I blanking on? Pellick. Pellick's good. Mm -hmm. And they have Sorokin, so, I mean, you can't sleep on that. But, also, as an aside, can we just acknowledge the fact that Barry Trotz already has his goatee back? Yeah, funny how that works. Yeah. Anyway, um, Lou, time to get with the times. Um, uh, I don't yeah. think that they're what they think they are. I really don't. How are we supposed to win that? With a freaking diamond. Okay. Whatever, EA. Um, they're not. They're not as close as they want to be. They think they as they think they are because they have Sorokin. Yes, is Sorokin like a top seven, top five goaltender? One hundred percent. Can completely confirm that. But. I, I don't, I don't. Oh. Okay, we have to make a quick pause here. Um. Has there been a trade? General Manager of the Year. The NHL has announced the GM of the Year goes to from the Dallas Stars, Jim Nill. Yep. Um. Wow. 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 GM. I wow. fully expected GA. Wow. Wow. GMJ to win it. I mean, you can't wow. not. Um. Congrats to Jim Nill. That is freaking awesome. Um. Didn't expect that. I was. I was pretty sure it was going to go to. Uh, I, I did. I thought it was going to go to uh, who were our finalists again? Bill Zito? Yes. Um, and was it uh, was it Boston? Was it uh, Don Sweeney or was it somebody else? I don't remember. I couldn't tell you. That's uh, regardless. Regardless, let's go, Jim. Let's go, Jim. It's nice to see a star get uh, get an award here. I I'm shocked. I am truthfully shocked. David Poyle announces Jim Nill as the 2023 Game of the Year. Wow. I, I <laughs> that does make me pause. Uh, wow, I'm getting off track here because that blows my mind. I didn't expect it. I was like, that cool, so he's great. a finalist. I was like, cool, he's a finalist. I like that. Um, but honestly, very deserving. Um, the Domi trade, the Dodonov trade in season. Turning, I mean, think about it. Turning Denis Gurionov into Yevgeny Dodonov was brilliant. Um, turning Anton Hudobin in a future two into Max Domi and making it to the West Finals was brilliant. 
Uh, yeah, it, wow. Um, yeah, and then Wyatt Johnston bringing in Pete DeBoer. Um, the Rope Hints contract, the Jason Robertson contract, the Jake Otter Ottinger contract. contract. Yeah, it, it overall just a phenomenal year from the GM of the Dallas Stars. Um, that Rope contract in particular looks like one of the most budget contracts in the league already. Yeah, yeah. Eight more years of this for yeah, a little over eight mil a year. Like, wow, they really are looking for just one play here. Um, yeah, so Islanders. There's not really much more to be said about them, truthfully. No, their their window is whatever they're gonna make it. Whatever they believe it is is what it is. Yeah. Um, general manager of the year goes to Jim Nil. Uh, pretty big announcement there. I was actually just about to hop onto the Twitter to uh, see if we could find those uh, Ducks uniforms, but uh, I don't think those have been announced yet. I'm inclined to agree. They have a second first rounder? I think they do. The Ducks? Maybe they don't. They do not. Um, let's see what the wings do here. Gonna be interesting. They're close. They are close. The Red Wings are. <laughs> the one thing yep. they don't have is that the uh, netminder yet, and I think Huso is good enough to get them into the postseason at least. Poking at everything here. Again, trying not to take my. It's a little annoying. Oh, I love this pick. Who did they take? I didn't see. Axel Sandin Palika, the uh, defenseman out of Sweden. Shocker, they took a Swede, right? <laughs> um, offensive defenseman, something they don't really have there. Right shot, I believe. Really, really Ooh. nice pick there. Um, I, I, I like this pick. Um, Oh boy. Okay. What was that? Uh, I didn't say anything. Okay. So now, after Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Another potential mess. Uh, yeah. The bonus effect. Can we just acknowledge the fact that uh, Brad Treliving was, uh, was uh, <laughs> that was distracting. Oh my lord! Was announced as the GM of the year. Uh, 
at the beginning of the year, and uh, now he's in Toronto. Just didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Winnipeg. There's a lot that could go on with them. I think once you hit free agency, you're probably going to see a few guys shipped out. Uh, they might be buying out Blake Wheeler. Mark Shifley's contract is running out sooner than later. Um, Connor Hellebuck has a year left under contract. When I say that the Central is pretty much built up of Minnesota, Colorado, and uh, Dallas, I'm serious. It's not really particularly close. You have those three, and then you have literally everybody else. Um, I don't really know what Winnipeg can do because they are just such a mess. They have some nice young talent, uh, Cole Perfetti, for one. Um, mm -hmm. and just after that, though, it's uh, it's not all that uh, not all that close oh. anymore. It's uh, nice pass. I don't know that pass. Thank you. I just had to fight him for it. If they trade, and well, and don't forget they just shipped out uh, Pierre Luc Dubois for uh, yeah, Alex Iafalo, Gabe Velarde, and others. So it's not like they're empty. I forgot about that when talking about Nashville, but again, it's the the big thing for me with Winnipeg is what happens with Connor Hellebuck because that dictates. Mm -hmm. That is what will dictate everything else he struggled after one game in the postseason and that was just kind of it and then we're playing vegas who went on to win the title but you know the final four games were not competitive yeah they it just doesn't feel like they have a ton going for them here and i don't know that they do it's Again, I like I like Aliafalo, I like uh, Velarde. There's another one that went there. Who was the other one? I'm blanking. It don't matter. I don't remember. I'd have to go find it, but it don't matter that much. Um, the biggest red flag I think for me right now, if I'm a Canadian team, is all the Americans wanting out. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not good for them. It it is it's concerning how few people actually want to play there right now. Especially in Western Canada. It's not something that's oftentimes been discussed as a big issue, but Americans are becoming red flags in Canada because they don't want to play there, similar to the Russian red flags of the past. Uh oh, hold on. 
What's up, Goosey? What's that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so are you in a position to join a party? Because we're kind of, uh... We're doing the podcast right now. Are you not? Are you working? Yeah, it sounds like you're working. Um, yeah, no, he did it. He did it. I went to check to see if uh, Anaheim announced their uniforms, and I saw that. That was a quick uh, stopper in uh, our discussion. That's an interesting pick for Winnipeg. Kobe Barlow. Don't hate that move. It's about where I usually see him go. I definitely don't base some of this off of where kids get picked in NHL. No, of course not. Why would you? Because believe it or not, EA Canada, as a generalization, feels pretty decent most of the time. Sometimes the they swing part, and miss. Yeah. Sometimes they have they have some swings and misses. But as a generalization for each year's draft class, they've got a pretty good generalization on what they're doing. They must employ but some scouts. Honestly, even with moves made, even with moves made, I'd still say Winnipeg's a borderline wild card team. Yeah. How bad the Pacific is as a whole. Well, that goes back to uh, it goes back to Hellebuck. No Hellebuck. That team is not going very far. That is literally what... Um, that is literally what Rick Bonus builds his teams around is good defense and good goaltending. He don't care about no offense. We don't need goals. We just need to keep pucks out of our net. Um... Hang on, I'm in the middle of something here. <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird situation there. It is. Um... I don't know. They're they're borderline playoff team. I don't know that there's a whole lot more to be said there. Up next is Chicago again. From Tampa. Oh yeah. There we go. There's a topic right there for you. Tampa's Shipping out Ross Colton for a second. A day. We've already discussed that at the top of the cast. Tampa is in an interesting position, honestly. They—they're not young. They're not old. Vasilevsky really did not play very well last season as a whole. I'm not just throwing his playoffs in there. He really wasn't. He didn't play like himself. Yeah. Last year, going back to goaltending is voodoo. 
And, you know, some of it is he's played a lot of hockey over the last couple years, you know? Um, it's probably a good thing I took that trip there because I'm hurt. Uh, yeah. Um, Stamkos and Hedman are not young pups anymore. It pains me to say that because I remember growing up watching them. And I know my sister judges me for having a soft spot for Tampa, but I grew up watching Stamkos and Hedman. She did not grow up watching Jack Hughes and Nico Heeshear. Sorry. You oh, just let's like be them. Real here. She just likes Jack because he's fairly attractive. Same thing with Zeke's. That's a debate. That's debatable. Um, anyway. I just don't like Zeke's because he's an ass. Yeah, exactly. Um, pretty big difference there, though. I grew up watching, I remember growing up watching them. So it's not like I'm, you know, but that's an aside. Kucherov's not young anymore either. Kucherov's not well, young getting She's any like younger. 20, 27. Yeah. Um, we're getting eight again. Yep. I've seen this story before. This is the kind of game where I'm just like, and quick. And but this we is where we can just stay in and focus on what we're doing. Yeah. This is why I'm okay with games like these, at least tonight. Yeah, I don't care. Um, I don't think Tampa's going to miss the playoffs. I don't think they miss the playoffs. Though. I don't think that they're... I think they're still... They're still Tampa. It's still Andre Vasilevsky, and I'm still not counting him out. Um, I mean, how can you? I understand he hasn't had a... He didn't have a great year. It's just the nature of the beast, right? Oh, here we go. Here we go, Jim. It was Don Sweeney. Mm. I love them talking nice about Jim. Breaking news. We like this. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, let's see here. Um... Alright, so I need to take a quick pause here and uh, hit the restroom real quick. We'll just yeah, chop we'll this just, up. We'll, we'll cut the recording, yeah. And we'll be right back. After this. Not really.
Chicago takes Oliver Moore. Okay. Not a bad pick. Not at all. Not at all. I'm walking away from the TV. And up next, the league's newest franchise, who just made it to the conference semifinals, the Seattle Kraken. Sea Kraken. Cool story. This past year. Um, Serious building blocks in uh, Maddie Veneers. Uh, Shane Wright. They're not far off. This kid thinks he is the absolute greatest right now. Little does he know we've not been paying attention literally the entire game. We've been we've paying had, attention we've since had we good started. teams to talk about here. Yeah. <laughs> True, and we're still above 500 today. Yep. Um, we'll cut most of these out. <laughs> oh, maybe not all of them. Yeah. That one will definitely. No, like we'll keep. Time. Well, the gameplay is just the gameplay. We can talk over whatever. The gameplay yeah. is whatever. I'm just gonna throw that in the background with what it is. This. Yeah. The, I can cut the audio however we want it. Oh, that's how you know we're not supposed to win this one. Just kidding. <laughs> um <laughs> over yet, because they're stupid. Yeah, so Seattle. Seattle. Shane Wright on the way. He probably needs... He probably could use a year in the AHL, but he won't get that luxury. At least not another one after they set him down. He, he's not eligible. He has to go back to the CHL. He has to go back to juniors. Um, which is really quite bogus. Um, uh, they could probably use a netminder. At the end of the day, uh, um, their netminding did let them down. Now that since to say Grubauer didn't have a great series, he did. Um, He's just not Jake Hottinger. That's as simple as that was. I mean, yeah. Hit my shot. I'm not hitting my shot right now. Um, I dropped that twice. Yeah, I'm not hitting my spot. Um, yeah, I just don't... There's... They could use a netminder. Probably need a little bit more defensive help. They need some help for veneers. It's really that simple. And I don't know. I I want to I want to believe in them, but how much of that was the flash from the pan? Is everybody around them going to get better? We don't know. These things take time to find out. They do. 
get to them being a perennial wildcard team for their foreseeable future, though. Yeah, they have the talent for it, and they have a good GM in Ron Francis. The other thing that that Star Series in particular proved, forechecking can't be your only source of offense. Well, the Speed problem, and forechecking will not win you a cup. The problem is, is that's all they had at the time. I mean, when that's all you have, that's all you have. And that's going to take them a little bit of time to get there. Um, I do think they're, I do think they're going to get there. I really do. They're not that far off, but they're also not that close yet. I don't see them as a cup contender yet, but I definitely see them as a playoff team. That's what they are. Mm -hmm. Surprised we haven't had any trades yet. I'm surprised too. Honestly, with how far into the first round we are, it wouldn't surprise me if we didn't see a single one. How yeah. Late it is already. I mean, we're at pick, about to be at pick 21. Yeah. Um. My Twitter feed is full of Jim Nil congratulations. Mm-hmm. We like this. We like this a lot. Yep. Gonna need to listen to his uh speech. Seattle takes Edward Sale. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Six to one seventy-five, out of Burno. Yeah, it's a good pick. They, I mean, ideally your top line of the future is Shade right up the middle and Beniers and Sale left and right now. Ideally, <laughs> anything could change though. Okay, so they also factored in all of the Stars draft picks that he's made. So from Robertson to Hintz to Johnston to Haskin and to Ottinger. He built a core out of exclusively drafting. Yeah. And not really any trades for anybody, honestly, that has contributed massively. We talk a bit about how Jim Neal has transitioned cores from Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, John Klingberg, Alexander Radulov, Ben Bishop to Rope Hintz, Miro Haskin, and Jason Robertson, Wyatt Johnston, and Jake Ottinger in just a few short years. And he hasn't had to do what other teams have had to do in order to transition that core. And they've gone from a Stanley Cup contending team in 2020 to what I think you could say was a Stanley Cup contending team this season. Um, votes on this. The word is voted on by NHL GMs and a panel of NHL executives and print and broadcast media after the second round. Okay. So it was before we made it to the conference finals, which makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jury of the New York Rangers got one vote, a uh, second place vote. Kenny Holland and David Poyle each got one first place vote. Kyle Dubas of Toronto got 
two second place votes and two third place votes. Kelly McCrimming got two first place votes, one second place vote, and one third place vote. Number six was Don Waddell of Carolina. One first place, five second place, three or seven third place. Number five was Ron Francis, who I think should have been higher on that list. Uh, tied with Ron Francis, but with one more first place vote was Tom Fitzgerald. Uh, with Ron Francis was tied with that, 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 that. Tied with Ron Francis with one more first place vote was Tom Fitzgerald of the Devils. Bill Zito finished mm-hmm. third. Don Sweeney second. Jim Nill one. That blows my mind. Um, on the clock now is the Minnesota Wild. Uh, drafted by Minnesota. <laughs> um, again, should be top three in the central for years to come. Not really much to say. They've for the got foreseeable their future, yeah. guys. For the foreseeable future, 100%. I agree. I agree with that. They've got the grouper guys. They're not really going to have a ton of turnover from their own, for, from within. I mean, you may have a guy like Klingberg walking free agency. You're probably, you might have a guy like Tumblewalk, you know. But you're not going to see a ton of I want to trade, I want to get out of here from their guys. 30th anniversary jerseys. Okay, I'm seeing them now. I can't tell if it's Oh my goodness gracious, this is freaking beautiful. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love this. I love this. This needs to be a permanent jersey yeah it needs to just they need to just permanent they just they need to be the mighty ducks again they're not going to win unless they do it's just it's a simple fact this is so much bring better bring back the korea era jerseys this is yes this is so much better and the minnesota Drafted by Minnesota. Still waiting for the pick because Bill Guerin is a slow is a slow man. Yep. Rip. Identity. Come on, come on. Drafted by Minnesota. Announce the dang pick, please. Right? Charlie Stramel, center, Wisconsin. Shocker. Not really. <laughs> Good pick. They're going to need centermen out the yin yang look how many winners wingers they've taken of late yep that's more of a need pick I feel pretty certain in saying that there are better picks out there than that but uh, 
Oh, I agree. Sometimes you just gotta go for need. So this is one of those, this is... This is one of those games, Bucket, where you're not gonna see me paying attention hardly at all because I'm, I've got my flyer stuff prepared for this. Oh yeah, I'm perfectly okay with so, that. I'm ready for the flyer's content. So, how bad have their drafts gone since 2006? When I gotta pull up my thing again. Yeah. When Paul Holmgren took over, the first draft they had, you had a slam dunk pick, go figure, in Claude Giroux because hard to miss on that. He was a consensus pretty good pick. That was hard to miss. On. Yeah. So, you got him at 22 in 2006, Played 11, has played 1,100 games in the league and a little over 1,000 points. No one else in that draft of note. Okay. Oh, seven. Second overall, you get JVR, whom you ship off and bring back. But he's played 940 games and scored almost 600 points. So, two successful picks. Easily. Later in that same draft, and I didn't know this until today when I was researching this, with pick 161 in the sixth round of the 2007 draft, the Flyers took from then the St. Louis Bandits, Patrick Maroon. Ah, yes. 730 games, 288 points. See, this is one of the, this is one of those subjective. Why I was curious what your thoughts were what of a successful consider? draft pick when he was a sixth round pick that played seven hundred games. That's an everyday player. Points. It's an everyday player. That's really what I would consider a successful pick. Okay. Especially because so, he's a sixth rounder. If you're if you're talking about an everyday player, uh, if you're talking about like Roddick Fox, I would say you could have done better in that spot. Granted, yeah. I don't remember much from that draft in particular anyway, but... Right. So, Nick, nothing else after or other than Maroon and JVR. Next year, 2008, they're picking 19th. Luca Sabisa at 19. Oh my gosh. Former uh, Ducks five period, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Played 550, scored a little over 100 points. He flamed out pretty quick, though. Yep, as did the guy, next guy I'm about to mention. Also a sixth round pick. At 178 in the sixth round, the Flyers took Zach Ronaldo. Make sure you're still moving so you don't get booted. Yep. Played three, a little over 370 games, had like 40 points. Yeah. Never really factored in. And he never would because all he did was... Uh get suspended. I have heard none of these names because the Flyers didn't pick in the first two rounds in 2009. They had two-thirds and that was about the size of their picks. They had two guys play up with the club and played a combined 47 games. Okay. Eric Wellwood name and sounds Oliver Lordison. Or Lords. That does not sound familiar. 
2010, same thing. No picks in the first two rounds. But they take... Who's those picks on? I would assume those trades. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Four. Anyway. I would assume Yager had to have been one of those first round picks. Mm, at some point. No, was he, he was a free agent. Over. Anyway. So, 2010, pretty much nothing. Michael Shaput played almost 200 games. And time again. Okay. 2011. A man that I'm not sure whether or not he'll play in the league again. I should Sean be contrary. Yep. I thought he was and 2014. Oh my. 11. Yeah, no, he's old. Yeah, no, he's probably done. Uh, and in the third round, Nick Cousins. Not bad. Didn't realize he was that old. Following season, 2012. Scott Lawton at 20. They're on the verge Been of trading, I'm sure. Uh, second round from Corpus Christi, Anthony Stolars. Oliver Bonk to Florida, or Philly, whatever. Ooh. So back to this, and then Shane Gostisbehere in the third round. Into the play bleep. Um... That's just up to. That's about through Holmgren. I haven't even. That's just about to be the end for Holmgren. So he had one more, or two more drafts actually. No, one more. Samuel Morn and Robert Haig in the first two rounds. With. And now we get into the Hexlaw era where everything really started to go downhill. Connecting in one of those. They had two first-round picks that year. Try to pass that. Two first-round picks. They take Provorov at seven, Konechny at 24. And that's about it for that whole draft class. Yep. Yeah, this is why I was asking you to get into the play, because I'm just getting steamrolled while uh, you're reading it all off. No, I got you. They also picked David Kasha in the fifth round. Didn't turn into anything. Nope. 2016. Second round. Carter Hart, Wade Allison, and then Connor Bunneman in the third in the fourth round. Not a terrible draft, all in all. 2017. That faded 2017 draft for the Flyers. Nolan Patrick, Morgan Frost, Isaac Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe's not even there and anymore. And that's about it. Oh, and Noah Cates, who's finally coming along. Yeah. Hextall's last year. Faraby and Samuel Harrison. That's about it. Not a goalie. 
Um, and then the beginning of the short term of Chuck Fletcher. Nothing. York. Oh, okay, that wasn't bad. <laughs> uh, but it's a little early on those. It is. But still. Tyson Forrester. In 2020, and that's it. It's it's tough to say on those ones right now because I mean, it was our 2020 first rounder. Was that that was uh, the Stars' 2020 first rounder? Was Maverick Port? He hasn't played a game yet, right? Uh, I think that's right. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Picks weren't good enough to keep his job before that, so. Getting really sick of all the truculence. There we go. Yep. Uh, and then didn't have a first round pick last year. Who was that? What are you talking about? What did he swap that for? Or no. 2021. My bad. Not last year. Again, who did he swap that for? I don't know. It definitely wasn't part of the Hayes trade. I, I don't, could not tell you where that went. Uh, and then last year, obviously, too tough to tell, and I think he went back to college anyway. Cutter Gautier. Yeah, no, was be, their first round pick. Last I actually year. feel really confident in him being. Something. I think he'll be decent. Um. Yeah. The Rangers are on the clock now. Um. Spots. Crap. Um. No. It, it, it's... Bye. <laughs> but they've had. Let me count them up here. In in all between all three of them, they've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. They've had twenty picks. In the last 17 years, 20 picks total in the last 17 Maybe years to play more than 100 games. If you look at the first few years of the Jim Nill era, it's, it looks very similar. Those classes actually were pretty dry. What did he take over? 13. So, um, in 2013, it was Val Nichushkin and nobody else. Uh, 2014 was Julius Honka who played a couple games and then flamed out. 2015. Um, this is where you start I mean, to see by a bit comparison, of a the Stars have had 10 in 10 years. Well, 20. Flyers have 20 in 17. 2015, you start to see a turn because uh, the first pick is. Uh, Denis Gurionov and then Rope Hints, and those are pretty much your two NHLers from that class. 2016, Riley Tufty, nothing to show for there. And then 2017, 
Now, granted, right. now granted that 2016 class is a little bit more complicated because that was the year that they were just freaking incredible. Yep. So, keeping in mind though, that's however many picks in ten years that have been successful versus probably half of those guys for Philly. So you're talking about eight or nine guys in seventeen years have been as good as those yeah. stars picks in ten. Yeah. Um. The Rangers. It's just. It's bad. Yeah, we're talking about the Rangers now. I'm done with the Flyers. They've they've had horrible GM hirings and they suck because of it. That's pretty much the size of it. Yeah, and bad free agent signings and all those things end up adding up. Yeah. Um, Rangers should be contending. They should be contending, especially because they have Shesterkin and Panarin and Zibanejad, but they're not a young... Um, Rangers should be contending. They should be contending, especially because they have Shesterkin and Panarin and Zibanejad, but they're not a young... They're not young, okay? Can we they're not young. Scene? They're, they're, they're not... No, they're not. Kreider's not getting any younger. Yeah. They don't... Fox isn't particular. I mean, he's young, but... Fox is the youngest of the group, yeah. And that's not exactly good. Because Lafreniere is... Has been good, not great so far. Yep, Capocacco hasn't been great either. So, you know, didn't it, they didn't they have a that massive bidding war? I mean, this was years ago, but Jimmy VC wasn't that the Rangers? Yes. And he was a, it was he was a huge deal because he'd won the Hobie Baker Award and he was gonna do all this stuff and then uh, absent. He was not good. And then he did nothing. Yeah. So, Rangers should be contenders. Potentially winning that division. Yeah. Who's, who did Nashville get this pick from? Is this uh, Edmonton? Edmonton. Edmonton Connor McDavid. did well, but has issues. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, Edmonton. They've now got glaring holes on defense here. more than anywhere. It's fun. Speaking of bits, Edmonton needs to figure out their goaltending and get some defensive help, and they'll be fine. Skinner is going to be fine. It's who's going to back him up. I mean, yeah. Just had that knocked off by my AI. Um. Yeah, Edmonton. I. I. Look. I think Stuart Skinner could be something. Still, just don't know. Okay, like I, I, I just. I don't know. And I would love to say. For sure that it's like, oh yeah, that'll work out great in their favor. We just don't know. We just don't know if he'll uh, if he'll pan out the way you're hoping for. 
He was a Calder mm -hmm. finalist for a reason. They're stuck on the Jack Campbell contract. They're not. They're not getting away from that. They can't get out of that. I'm sorry. They won't be able to. Um, not unless they buy him out, which is not very advisable at this moment in time. It is not. Um, that was another interesting question I'd seen with it being draft day. One of those always what ifs. What if the Flyers had taken Leon Dreisaitl at one instead of Aaron Ekblad? What if the Panthers had? Yeah. The Flyers. I meant Panthers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Flyers have... I don't know that they've ever had a number one pick. Ironically. Um... I don't know. out for them clearly I mean they made it to a cup final before Edmonton did and they had McDavid before that yeah that's true because everything that's happened to that franchise has happened to them because they made the pick so you know it's just one of those things and then, okay. Okay, it's not a name that I know, but okay. Yeah. Not familiar with this one. Uh, St. Louis, who did they get their pick from? 29 should be... Jersey. Is that Jersey? Or no, we're at 26, aren't we? Next is going to be St. Louis again. That is... Is that Toronto? Is that... Uh, oops. <laughs> what pick are we on? Uh, about to be 25. That's uh, Ryan O'Reilly. Toronto. Yeah, but they're not up now. They're about to be. Oh, it's, it is St. Uh, Louis from Toronto. My yep. bad. My bad. My bad. Forgot we were talking about Edmonton. Yeah. So Edmonton. So yeah, Toronto. Edmonton should be a playoff team almost every year. Yep. Because they have. David and Dry Settle should be enough. Yeah. Yeah. They may Completely not win a cup. But may not because they, they may not have enough the around them. But yeah. They'll make the playoffs. To be a playoff team, whatever. That brings us to the Toronto Maple Leafs. The man that got no credit when he should have gotten most of it, Kyle Dubas, got disrespected so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just had a moment where I love playing as the 6'9, 270 enforcer. Um, Toronto's a mess. Let's be real here. 
we don't. You've got an, you've got a problem when your whole core of really good all-star plus caliber players don't show up. Save one guy who's good, not great. Neilander is good, but not amazing. Yeah. I. Especially with Matthews in particular not showing up in that playoff series. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. They don't really have goaltending. I'm sure Joseph Wall will be fine, but they don't really have goaltending. They. Their defense is a disaster. Their defense is a disaster, and they were super top-heavy at forward. Yep. And the truth is, I, I, I don't know if they have enough. I don't know that they have enough to get over that hump. They finally won a playoff round, but it, it wasn't. In... They didn't do anything else. Yeah. They really pulled a 2019 Jaguars and said, yep, we're satisfied. Yeah. I, I don't... Or 2020. What, whichever. It was 2020. Whatever year it was. It, 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 yeah. They don't... We're satisfied. They don't inspire... Yeah, they don't inspire hope. Because... They've taken Cowboys and gone to a whole nother level. Pretty much. They don't... Honestly, I'd hire Jerry Jones to be GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs because he'd probably do about the same. And the man really probably doesn't know anything about hockey. And I think the insane thing is, is they've, had more luck, they've had more luck than the Cowboys have and they're still, in terms of drafting and everything, and they're still putting up just bleh. The scapegoat was... Kyle Dubas, but I, I truly don't believe that. I think that was a mistake. Granted, I'm glad he left on his own. Yeah. Instead of them firing him, because if they fired him, it would have looked way worse for them. Are they going for goaltender? What? Chicago's talking about trying. They're talking about Chicago trying to trade up. Well, they could use a goalie. They don't really have one. They're trying to surround Connor Bedard with as much talent as they can. At this Gee, point, wonder why. Yeah, at this point, I'm not in love with whatever they've got left. Haltonen's good. So yeah, Toronto, unknown. Depends on the year. Playoff team, yes. That's about it. Any kind of cup contender, most definitely. Not until we see something from them further in the playoffs. Otto Stenberg center. So they drafted another center to play second line for better? Uh, that was St. Louis. Oh. I thought you said Chicago was trying to move up. Chicago is trying to move up. They haven't moved up yet. 
So next up is this San one Jose would be New Jersey. New Jersey. So this is going to be an HSO, and my sister's going to kill me for this. But you want the truth? I think they're missing the playoffs this next year. I don't love their goaltending. I don't really think they have a ton in the way of defense, and that high they flying. They got kind of lucky with Schmied. Yeah, that high flying Lindy Sorry. Ruff style. It, it works, but uh, to a point. And it's not it's sustainable. Stop scoring. And uh, yeah, I uh, I do. I I just don't think. Uh, I don't see, they, they still strike me as a goalie away. Oh, but we've got a Kara Schmid. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not moving the I needle much for me. Schmid's, uh, Schmid's unproven. Yeah. I really don't think that, who'd we face again? Netminder for Vegas. Aiden Hill. Yeah. I, we'll get to Vegas here in a second when they pick. Like, I, I don't see Vegas doing the same thing they did last year purely based on the fact that you can't ride Aiden Hill for a whole season. No. I don't think you can. Wow, what a save. And I think that's what New York's, or Jersey's going to find out, is you can't ride Schmied or a rookie goaltender for a whole or season. Or Vitek Vanacek. Vanacek was good, but not great. He played about as good as the team in front of him did. <laughs> okay. We're not about to get another one. There's no way. <laughs> wow. I mean, all right. So, yeah, Jersey, borderline. I think they're missing. I think they miss them entirely. I, I don't. Just don't love them. I'm not gonna lie, with how I just tough don't. the West already is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, or the East. It's... Also, can we quickly acknowledge we got a rage quit when I literally did not play until the last like two seconds of the first period. Yep. The right. game before, so yeah. Injuries. Yeah. So I, I really don't like being that way, but it's just one of those things where you just look at it and I go, man, I feel like I've seen this story before. Potential. Potentially. It's got potential, but the potential is potentially wasted. Yeah. It, yeah, it's the I've seen this story before. What happens? Oh wait. Also, we're gonna have people upset with us for having the party on privatized, but that's because we don't want them interrupting this. We did announce what we were doing. We we did announce that last night. Yeah. A few times. Yeah, pretty much. So. Um, 
failed to start matchmaking. Okay. I will back out then. So yeah, unknown Detroit or uh, Jersey. Dunno. Yeah, I. And believe me, that's not me trying to be all. Ooh, look at that! Ha ha ha! No. We just don't. No. Yeah, I don't. Lo I don't love them. I just. I, I. I think they have more holes than they want to admit. We forgot about Damon Severson earlier to Columbus. I think we did. Yeah. There's. I like that move too. Uh, yes. That's a move that I can get behind. Oh, you, you you are going truculence. Okay, hang on. I'm trying to have fun here. Let me go with the Jamie Ben one then. San Jose takes Quentin Musty, left winger okay. from Sudbury in the OHL. I think he was the best left. I don't hate this pick. It's a bit interesting, to be sure, but uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like the pick. And at 27. Colorado. I don't know what to think of Colorado. I think they still have McKinnon. I think they still have McCarr. I think they still have Rantanen. I think I mentioned it earlier. Um, Brian Johansson, he doesn't move the needle yeah. for me. He really doesn't. I, I. He's okay, not good, not great. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't. I don't love him. I don't love that trade. Granted, they got him for basically scraps, so. I can respect that, but it, I just don't feel like, uh, I don't feel like that's it, you know? I don't feel like that's, that was what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um don't know that WoW plays again. He's probably not going to play this season. Did you plays again. Yeah. I have no or idea. Or did he get that stuff taken care of? I, he's got to be the biggest question mark for that team. He's a bigger question mark than Landis Gog. Evidently Landis Gog he's... will know for sure. Evidently he's eligible to play according to the NHL. The question becomes... What the hell happened? What happened, and is it a legal issue with the within the country? Mm -hmm. Which that is. If it is, then he's in trouble. If it's not, 
hopefully he's okay. Yeah, that's the dominant question there. Um, I, I think I've said this before. I don't love Georgiev. They're not going to win a cup with Georgiev. I don't view Georgiev as the answer. They apparently have this inane notion that they can win a cup with a mediocre goaltender. I hate to break it They could have won multiple cups if they had just re-signed Philip Grubauer instead of not wanting to pay him. Yeah. Oops. Might be a penalty. Uh... <laughs> That one might have been interference, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so Colorado should be a playoff team because they're not going to be worse than third in the Central. They're a playoff team. That's not really yeah. a discussion. It's how deep do I think they can go? I don't know. I really don't. It's, again, it's the lack of like a truly elite netminder. Granted, Vegas just proved, I mean, it's been proven to me in back-to-back -back years that you don't have to have an elite netminder to win, but... But if you've got a goalie that's on a roll, it doesn't matter. Yeah, the abs won based on just being able to outscore their problems. And Vegas won by Vegas. suffocating everybody to death. Pretty much. Which really isn't a sustainable, which really isn't sustainable, by the way. I think that was... Uh, I think that was that for them, but that's a different topic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Colorado not going anywhere. I could see them getting to another final. I don't know if they're going to win another one. By not going anywhere, I mean they're not missing the playoffs. Yeah, no, 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 100%. 100%. They, they're, they're a playoff team. Anybody who says otherwise hey, is in need of some uh, mental examination, if you will. Colton. Freddie Olsen was not an RFA. Alex Galchenyuk was not an RFA. Ross Colton does not move the needle for me. He was good for Tampa, but um, that was in a... Well, I guess, what was he playing with? That's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pause before I make a quick HSO on that. He doesn't move the needle for me, but maybe. Maybe he proves me. Uh, maybe it turns out that I'm insane. It's just the game. Why you have to be mad? Still one of the greatest quotes of all time from Flyers legend Ilya Brzezgalov. Want to know why they're in the position they were? Because they gave him that contract. Instead of paying Bob. Balaam Ritchie, okay. Um, interesting, doesn't help him in the near future at all. Yeah, 
Uh, okay. Not terrible pick. I don't know. We'll see on that one. We'll have to see on that one. Uh, Toronto. We already discussed them. Who would this pick have been from? From Boston and Washington. Yes, 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 yes. Boston. Ooh, 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 ooh. Here we Boston's go. Boston's gonna suck. I'm just gonna be completely honest. Because they're gonna have to pick a netminder after this season. They have to pick a net. They probably need to pick a netminder now. Hello there. So they're gonna have to pick a netminder, and they're just they're very old. Yep. They won their cups a long time ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They've tried to contend for years and years and years. And Bucky, I told you this at the beginning of last season, even before their hot start. I'm like. If Boston's good again, it's going to be the same old Boston where they get first or second Hello. rounded because they don't have any depth. That's exactly what wound up happening. And that's after they went out and got Tyler Bertuzzi and Dmitry Orlov. That's a yep. good. Doesn't get talked about enough. <laughs> Orlov, yeah. I. Yeah, I. I I now granted I've said I think Boston's done I thought Boston's been done for a couple of years now I thought they were done when uh, Chara was done but now it sounds like Bergeron might be done we don't know it, it depends a ton on Bergeron truthfully but if Bergeron's done that, that team's window officially closes who's going to play center for him Trent Frederick? Sorry, not it. Yeah, so Boston's win whatever is left of their window, or even really may possibly being a playoff team, hinges on whether or not Patrice Bergeron retires. Yeah. Because they can't do what they just did again. It's just not feasibly possible. Olmark's magic, we all know, is done. They had the luckiest netminding season I think I've seen in, well, quite some time. But, yeah. I don't... I, I don't. And Toronto's pick is it? Mm -hmm. Bednar has such a punchable face. He does. There are a few guys like that in this league. Pete's just sitting there chatting with what looks like Jim Lights. Like, hey, yeah, man, what's going on? So before we get to before we get to Toronto's pick, can we just acknowledge the fact? That picks 41, 42, and 43 all belong to Detroit. Yeah. You and there are four teams who have at least two two picks in the second round. But my brilliant theory, my brilliant prediction, I bet those hmm. three picks go to Ottawa. For Debrinkit? 
Yeah. Goodbye, Ian. <laughs>